Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be the power of words. Well, I've got two emails I'm going to go through with you today. The first one is from a guy who says he's been on Match.com for two years and he never gets any responses. So it, he sent the text of what his profile reads and I'm going to go through that. And once I go through that, it'll be pretty obvious why he's not getting any responses. And the second email is a success story from a guy who started following me about two two years ago or so when he was trying to get his ex back. So he learned what was in my book. He applied it. He read the book. And he now describes the situation that he's in with his a new woman that he's been dating and how much easier and more effortless things are now compared to the way they were. And what I want to talk about is obviously the power of language, the power of words. And what's interesting when you – like I'll give you an example. I was, I was home a couple of years ago down in South Florida and I was hanging out with some friends at a yacht club down there that one of my high school buddies belongs to. And I ran into another guy that we all went to high school with and grew up with. And he's actually fairly successful. And we were in – but his marriage sucks. He's overweight. His wife is overweight. They all – they get drunk at the yacht club and they just like yell and and cackle at each other and they just don't get along real well. And and he comes from a pretty successful family as well. And I remember when we were talking, one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, Corey wrote a book, blah, blah, blah. And, and he just comes right out and it's just – he just says, oh, well, I could never write a book. I wouldn't even know where to begin. And it's just – he just starts immediately putting himself down. Oh, I could never do this. I could never accomplish that. And just saying one bad thing after another about himself. And what's interesting is even successful people do this, but especially unsuccessful people. Like if I look how I used to talk about myself when I was a teenager or even when I was in my early 20s until I became really aware of my own self-talk, I mean, just think about the people that you know. What do people typically say? Oh, that would never work out for me or oh, that'll that'll never happen. Oh, it's Boy, that'd be really nice if something like that happened, but uh, things never go my way. And it's like the story that we tell ourselves about why we have to settle in every area of our lives. And when people don't realize those thoughts, that belief system that's running around in their head, when they're not aware of it and they don't think about it, it comes out in their words. And that's what you're going to see in this first email that I'm going to go through with you where this guy details – Hit what he says in his dating profile and he says all kinds of things in there that are inappropriate that basically paint himself in a bad light and he may think he's just being honest but he's not really thinking about it from the perspective of okay prospective women what is, what is this statement telling them what feelings does this elicit inside of them does this make me look good does this make me look confident or does this make me look like a little bit of a nut job and you'll see in a second, I mean, it's pretty obvious why he's not getting any results. And so I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through his email. And the quote says, most people are not aware of how their negative self-talk, self-perceptions and limiting beliefs influence their body language, voice tone and the words they say. People who hold a negative worldview tend to put themselves down, express doubts about their capabilities 
talk like they expect to fail and communicate that they lack confidence when talking about themselves to other people. Successful people assume and presuppose that things will always work out for them in the long run. They also believe that failure, challenges, and setbacks are simply obstacles to be overcome instead of impediments to their success. You should always talk about yourself in an optimistic and hopeful manner even if you are fearful and uncertain of your outcomes. Successful people even talk about their flaws, failures, faults, and shortcomings as being positive, character building, and something they are proud to have overcome. Unsuccessful people tend to be defined by their failures and flaws. Successful people tend to be defined by what they have overcome and become. So with that in mind, let's go through his email. He says, Hi, Corey. I've been on Match.com for two years and I never get responses back. So there's two articles you should Google. Corey Wayne, how to create the ultimate online dating profile. Or you could just Google Corey Wayne, the ultimate online dating profile. And one I did a couple of weeks ago about Tinder, Match, and online dating and the proper way to go about that. Because like what I teach... And the article, The Ultimate Online Dating Profile, is from the perspective of you're basically going to say, hey, this is what I'm looking for and if this describes you, please get in touch. Send me a message because the idea is you want women to read through that and go, oh, this is me versus every other guy which is just basically begging somebody to pay attention to him. So let's go through this guy's email and analyze what he's actually communicating and this is his profile. <clears throat> he says, hello everyone. I'm in search of true love, kindness, open-mindedness, and loyalty. If you cannot provide this, please stop here. Now, I've seen many women that have profiles like this on online dating sites. It's like, if you're a jerk, if you're just looking for sex, if you're just looking for a hookup, Please swipe left or please swipe right. And it's like right away you can tell that person sounds a little fucking jaded. And that's what you see, especially when somebody starts using capitals, which is what this guy is using in the beginning of his email. So that, that right there, that first line kind of sounds like he's a little jaded, he's a little pissed off, he hasn't had much good luck. Or he's basically met people that aren't loyal, that aren't open-minded that don't believe in true love and aren't kind. And he continues on, I also wanted to say that I am genuine, not superficial, and a man of my word, in big bold letters he puts it. So what you're also going to notice, there's a, ton, there's a tone of him seeking approval, of him pounding his chest and saying, I'm a great guy. Somebody please love me. Well, if you really are great and you really are awesome, you don't have to explain that to anybody. Remember the Steve McQueen quote, I live for myself and I answer to nobody. Truth doesn't need any explanation. It's simply self-evident and he's not talking like a guy who believes or perceives that he is awesome. In a way, he's trying to make up for it by saying, hey, I'm a man of my word. It's not necessary. These are, 
I mean, it's great that you are a man of your word, but it's not necessary to include this because you want a woman to be curious, a woman to go, oh, this is me. He's describing me. Because when you have a profile, it's like that. Because the other thing I keep in mind, and I talked about this in the last video that I did a couple weeks ago on online dating, is with Match.com at least, if you don't pay your member dues or you don't renew, then people can – People unknowingly that are still paying to have access to, to Match.com and send emails, they'll see your profile and it'll and they'll be able to send you emails, but you won't be able to read those emails because you're not paying and it doesn't tell it doesn't tell them that. And so what happens is a lot of the profiles that you're emailing are people that are no longer on there or that just simply aren't paying to message people. So I mean, think about it. I mean, that could be an incredible time waster. Here you are. You're emailing people that there's no way they they're even gonna. They'll it notifies them that they got an email from somebody, but they're not allowed to read it until they pay. That's why it's best just to have women contact you first. If you write a profile that way, typically what happens is on a monthly basis you get two to three really high quality women that are similar to what you're looking for. When I used to do online dating, those were my results and that's what my students get all over the world. And that's what you want. You want high quality prospects. You don't want to be going out and wasting your fucking time. He says, if I promise something, I will commit to it or die. Again, please notice me. What a great, awesome guy I am. And, and you know, this is kind of like this is somebody that's seen too many movies. I got to pound my chest and tell women what a good guy I am. And once they see that, they'll want to date me. I may not be a celebrity, but my body odor smells nice. Well, that's what others say. Most women right there are just going to go, next profile, <laughs> just keep on scrolling through. Maybe that's his attempt at humor, but it's not funny. It sounds a little weird. Sounds like a guy who's a little loopy. Can you imagine James Bond saying something like that? Would James Bond talk about himself that way? Remember, James Bond has too many choices. So he is trying to say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. And if this describes you, please get in touch with me. That's a complete opposite with this guy's tone. This guy is saying, hey, please notice me. I'm an awesome guy. I'm an awesome catch. Please, 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 because nobody else can see that. But if you just give me a chance, you'll see that I'm a great guy. It's the complete opposite of the way James Bond would be in a dating profile. I like to go out for wine and beer with friends and walks in my spare time. It's kind of like the prof women, profiles and women say, I like nice long walks on the beach. Every time I have fallen in life, I dusted myself, checked my wounds. Well, I think you meant to say I dusted myself off. That's another thing. When you're Creating a profile like this, proofread your fucking work. Don't have tons of spelling mistakes in there or words that are incomplete thoughts or incomplete sentences. It makes you look like an idiot. Checked my wounds and I got up. To me, success means enjoying what I desire and spending time with you. Hang out, have fun, hook up. And right away, you're already presupposing that the woman reading this is going to want to have a relationship with you. This is not 
you're never going to start from that. It's always the woman's department to decide to have a relationship. And when you start out saying something like that, these are the type of guys a woman can s- sniff this out and realize that this guy doesn't have much success with women. And if she goes out on one date, he's going to be like uh, somebody's dog humping her leg. She's like, the, the guys that say things like that are the guys that won't take no for the an answer and they just keep chasing and they don't have a clue. They are already that just says needy, clean. This guy's going to be all over me after our first date and wanting to know when we're getting married basically. Trying to lock her down to a commitment. That's going to scare women away. I want to be that pillar of support you want in a man. More pound in his chest, more uh, trying to prove himself to a woman and, and what a great guy I am. I'm a great guy. I'm a, I mean, it's like four or five sentences now. It's just basically, hey, I'm a great guy. You should date me. Approval-seeking behavior. If you have abundance and you have too much, you're trying to screen out the undesirable women from the ones that are more aligned with what you're looking for. This is like just, please somebody pay attention to me. Hello? Is anybody on this dating website? It does not matter to me how much you make or what you drive. Just that you will be there for me in my worst times. Mommy... Will you please be my mommy? Will you be my therapist when I'm feeling down and and I want to cry myself to sleep at night? I when I was writing the first edition of my book, I actually had a guy who was a ghostwriter and he wrote this paragraph and he said something along this is like trying to convince me on writing a book to help men be masculine and act like men. And he was, "Oh, please, I would love to lay in a woman's arms." And be able to just cry myself to sleep in her arms and be vulnerable. I'm thinking, that guy is definitely not going to be my fucking ghostwriter. That's the first thing I thought when I read that. But it's like guys just have – they've seen so much of this shit on TV and the movies about if you just act like a big enough pussy, woman I go, oh, that's so cute and sweet. I want him to be my man. That is a bad statement, dude. You're basically communicating that you're weak and you, you're looking for a mommy or a therapist. No bueno. People say that I have a big smile. That's not the only thing I have that's big. He actually said that. A woman's going to read that and go, this guy's probably still a virgin. No bueno, dude. The women I have been with have always told me that I am a great kisser. I am in search of a partner in crime who has a beautiful heart because in the end our love will sustain due to this factor. Somebody that's a bit of an idealist obviously. Again, doesn't have much experience with women. That's what you're communicating here, dude. Women can tell when they read a profile, guys that have options or Write profiles like I describe in the Ultimate Online Dating Profile. Guys that get no response for two years, they write shit like this. Honesty and kindness is a must. Our relationship should be based on love, not money. So right away, think about it. 97% of the guys out there are needy and clingy and have no clue what they're doing. And you just communicated, our relationship should be based on love, not money. While that's a nice ideal... 
It does not belong in a dating profile because right away, remember, you must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. And you haven't even talked to this girl and you're already talking about your relationship. Puts the cart before the horse. And guys that talk like that don't have relationships. That's why women avoid you. They know what to look for. They know how to spot. They can sniff this shit out a mile away. I would like you to kiss me unexpectedly or vice versa. Well, men who really understand women, they pretty much know when that's coming for the most part. I would like the way you fall into my arms when you want to hug me or cuddle. Gushy. Too many romance novels, too many TV shows, too many movies, dude. A woman who says she loves me and I can see it in her eyes. Well, if you treat women the way I teach in my book, that will happen in time. usually takes about seven weeks exactly from start to finish if you follow the progression in the book. And one thing I want to say to you, dude, you need to read my book 10 to 15 times ASAP. I want someone with whom I can go to different events with, travel the globe or go for fitness with and we should be compatible each other. I think you should put in with each other. If you can bear with me till now, I must be something. In other words, I don't get – I've been on this fucking dating website for two years and nobody's responded to me. Will you please be the first? That's what you're basically saying here. Me plus you equals the perfect couple. Again, you're talking about relationship. You haven't even talked to this woman yet and you're already talking about being exclusive with her. Hang out, have fun, hook up. What's fun about reading this? What's exciting? What's mysterious? Let's make others envy us. Again, focusing on a relationship. I don't consider myself a player, but the girls I have been with have mentioned that I was better than their previous boyfriends in intimacy and arousal and they were surprised at how I put a smile to their face so fast. I'm really great in the sack. Just wait. You'll see. I'm bigger than most men. My lower unit's pretty fucking big. You're going to like it. Jeez, dude. I don't consider my... That's his way of saying, I really am popular with the ladies. They're lining up around the block for me. Women are going to be laughing when they read this, dude. One of them called me the master of Kama Sutra, to which I burst out laughing. And so do the women that read your profile, dude. I am also an excellent storyteller in those moments. So you're basically saying I'm really great in bed. If you date me, if you become my girlfriend, we'll have great sex. No bueno. It's like you sound like a guy that has no success who's trying to basically brag and make shit up. It's you really couldn't have you really couldn't have fucked it up any more than you did, dude. I mean I gotta give you credit for that. But I mean you can understand it's like as I go through it, it's like just about every sentence in here is a turnoff. So most women probably don't even get beyond the first two to three sentences unless they're laughing and sharing with their girlfriends. But if you change it to say, 
hey, this is what I'm looking for. If this describes you, please get in touch with me. We'll chat. Because you're presupposing that every woman reading this is automatically qualified to be your your wife or your girlfriend or your significant other. You don't know that yet. You haven't talked to them. They're on probation too. And guys that have choices and have options, they don't talk like you. I mean you're like in a total scarcity mindset. Like please somebody pay attention to me. No bueno, dude. You definitely need to work on that. Again, Google Corey Wayne, the ultimate online dating profile and model your profile after that. And follow the instructions on there on emailing, when it's appropriate to ask for the phone number or to send yours. And just follow that protocol with Match.com. And if you're doing like online dating, then check out the video that I did on Tinder, Match, and online dating. Actually, the ultimate online dating profile, I also have that video that I did on Tinder and Match located on that page. So it'll be all in one place for you. So let's go to the second guy's email. This one is a success story. So this guy obviously is much happier and doing much better. He says, hi, Corey. I'm just another Bob here that wants to share his success story with you. About two and a half years ago, I realized I wanted a girlfriend. I was at the time 27 years old and before that, I just didn't have time for chicks. I just wasn't that interested as though there were more interesting things in life. Well, women definitely make things more interesting. I have to admit that. I was at this time one of the half a percent of best online gamers in the world, earning money on playing computer games. And I also had a normal job with decent income, but my life purpose at the time was my dog. I have to say that's the first time I've ever had anybody tell me that their purpose in life was their dog. Cool. Man's best friend. So I registered on an online dating website because I was a pussy and a total newbie to dating. After a while, I met a girl through this website and we fell for one another. However, after two months, I had to send my dog to heaven, sadly. She was my purpose. I used to train her for hours doing agility and other stuff. Well, sorry to hear your dog has passed on. I then lost my will to play computer games. I got depressed and became obsessed with being the best boyfriend to this girl that I could be because she was everything to me. This is where I talk about having friends, having interests, have a mission, a purpose. A lot of guys get into this kind of situation. I had a buddy of mine, one of my my college roommates that was like this every time. He was a good looking guy so that's what he had going to his advantage. But man, as soon as he started dating a girl, he would turn into the biggest fucking pussy after a matter of weeks and he would just disappear. And then a month or two later, he'd get dumped. Even though he had good looks, that got him in the door but you know he was never able really to maintain anything. And plus a lot of the girls he dated, he became such a doormat to them. He was such a pussy that a lot of them cheated on him. His high school girlfriend fucked his best friend when they were 16, 17 years old. And one of his girlfriends that he was dating when we were living together, she was fucking two or three other guys before he found out about it. And then he took her back. It was bad. And he ended up marrying a woman he he cared about but he was just never in love with. And like when I see him now, it's like his – man, he used to look so young. He had a baby face like me and like now he looks like 10, 15 years older. He just – he's just fucking – life has worn his ass down and it's so sad. But it's like one of those friends. It's like, what are you going to say? 
You can't help a guy like that. He's not open to it. He didn't want to hear it when we were in our 20s. He certainly doesn't want to hear it now. You know, I love him because he's a great guy, but you know, he's shortening his life because of his choices, and it's so sad. I barely had any friends as before. I didn't have the time to have that many, nor have any close ones as they were dead in a car crash a few years before that. Dude. I tended to her every need. I was too nice. I was so nice that people in our surroundings thought I was bending my very soul for this girl and eventually as she pulled away, I became a doormat and she started to abuse me. After a while, it left me devastated. Not knowing what had happened, I had lost my purpose and my girl when we were together for nine months. You know, it's funny. Like I had a, a buddy of mine that I got a job working at you know, when I was attending bar in my early 20s for college. And he still works there to this day. He works at that same fucking restaurant. He's lost all his hair and he was pretty pretty good with women when we were in our 20s. He was good at hooking up with them but he never got very far after that. He was another guy that was able to skate by in his looks but he never got very far with dating. It's like now when he talks about himself, he's always putting himself down. Talks about, oh, I lost my wife. My wife left me. My girlfriend left me. This girlfriend dumped me. This one cheated on me. And he's just – because he's had a lot of things happen to him, negative things in his life. It's like he doesn't even realize it. And his self-talk now is just one put down after another. And it's like the average person, that's how they are. That's how they talk about themselves. And they don't realize the power of language. It's like when he's talking to new prospective dates – and he's talking about all the things that went sideways and didn't work out and this girl got rid of him and that girl got rid of him and he, and he has no idea and it doesn't make any sense. Blah, blah, blah. He's literally you – know, because he's older now and he's lost his hair and he's put on a little bit of weight. And he doesn't look as good as he did when he was in his early 20s when he could skate by in his looks. He's not able to do that now. And it really has a – the power of language, the power of words. Most people just do not realize – how that seeps out. And it's like as a coach when I read these emails or I'm talking to somebody on the phone, it's like I, I listen very carefully to what people say because how they view themselves, what their level of confidence is, all those things come out in their self-talk. And you can learn a lot about people, especially like when you're on a date or you're in a job interview or you're just talking to somebody, just asking them questions. If you pay attention and you listen to how people refer to themselves, that really tells you everything you need to know. Successful people tend to be optimistic and even when really bad things happen, they don't look at it as a bad thing necessarily. They talk about what they learned from it and how, how it helped them grow and how they became better people. So back to his email, he says, I then started to study your work after a year and a half of trying everything I could to reattract her. At the same time, I started dating to get rid of my bad feelings and I ran for about an hour every day and became really slim, even really skinny. I started doing ridiculous things like buying an expensive guitar even though I don't know how to play one. I went to try Muay Thai. It was a lot of fun and I got beaten up every time. I even took dancing lessons. The point is I think in this half year, I tried almost everything that I thought of trying out during my whole life. Well, it's interesting. Notice he got back focused on doing things for himself that appeared or potentially were going to give him pleasure and make him a more well-rounded person. Because remember, he got all focused and fixated on his girlfriend and he made her the center 
of his life and the center of his happiness instead of focusing on making himself happy. And that's what I like about what he's doing here at this point is he's focused on making himself happy and becoming that attractive guy that had all of those outside interests and friends before he met this last girlfriend. It's like he got into a relationship and he just completely lost himself in it. I dated a lot of girls through different websites and one day I registered to a new one and I immediately after registering got a message from a cute blonde with blue eyes eight years younger than me. I'm now 29 and she's 22. I was at this point kind of like meh so I just replied immediately, hi, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to meet my partner in crime so if you want to meet up somewhere, let's go. We met up at a salad bar during the day. I know lunches are for friends but at this point I really didn't care. I managed to get her home and we had a nice Olympian parade after that lunch, haha. It really is like you say, when you don't care, results come. I think I did a video several years ago. When you stop caring, results come. I think it's one of my most popular videos I've done over the years. During this time, I also found a new purpose, rock climbing. I also got a personal trainer to help me work out even more. I got a lot of new friends which now I find really close just by trying out these many things. That's why when I talk to people, they're like, well, where do you go to meet people? It's like it's in the process of doing things that you enjoy. You'll meet other people along the way. You'll make new friends. You'll meet people to potentially to date. That's why it's so important to fill your life up with activities and hobbies and interests that are fun and appeal to you. Because when you're having fun doing them, you're going to be smiling and that's going to make you attractive and approachable. She was recently dumped by her young ex who was also 22. She was a bit back and forth with me and every time she pulled away, I did as well, making her the one to have to contact me when she did this. She broke it off two times and I told her both times, I wish you the best of luck. I only want to see you happy. But I'm not going to wait around and I'm not going to be your gay male girlfriend. So when you make up your mind, call me. I love you. So it sounds like she was bouncing back and forth between a boyfriend that she was with before she met this guy. And that can happen. And he handled it appropriately. He's like, hey, give me a call if it doesn't work out. Give me a call if you change your mind. Both times she called me the second day and came over for pizza and sex. Makeup sex. We have now been dating for almost a year and have been together for about three months total. She begs me to move in with me. It's still too soon, dude. She wants us to make a baby and she even asked me to marry her. Which I said no to as I don't think I'm ready for that kind of thing yet. The important thing is you stood up for yourself and you spoke your truth. I have not said yes to her moving in either but it kind of feels like she already did since she's here most of the time and wants my attention 99% of the time. When women are happy and in love, they want your attention all the fucking time. I'm still discovering things about her but I'm not sure we are a perfect match yet. Make sure you trust that. Trust that feeling. Since she didn't even read my text on the dating website. She went purely on looks. Facepalm. But we have a lot of fun together and I plan dates as soon as she responds following your book as a guideline. I'm really – and you notice he did violate a couple principles and when you know this stuff backwards and forwards, I don't take this and take too much leeway with it. But 
The point being is when you – that's why I say read the book 10 to 15 times because when you do, you get to know it so well, you don't have to think about it anymore. The idea is to understand the principles and when you understand the principles, yeah, you can go to lunch and seduce a girl in the middle of the day. But the average guy who's coming to my work, you do that, you're going to get friend zone. But when you know what you're doing, you have the I don't give a fuck attitude and you know everything else well enough, you can see he was able to get away with those things. I'm really happy now and I want to thank you. You've made me understand how women work internally so that I can purely by being myself attract them effortlessly and make them fall for me hard. This might seem creepy but I have I have put a photograph right next to our bed on the wall with your pretty face on it so I can always remember when doing our nightly exercises who made this possible. Come on man. It's like having a, a picture of your parents next to your bed and then you're banging your girl. It's like, oh, excuse me, mom and dad, while you put the picture down. <laughs> Alrighty, I don't really have a comment. I don't know how to feel about that, but whatever, dude. If you want your coach over your shoulder watching you do your thing, okay. If you ever come to Sweden, come visit us. Probably gonna pass on that, dude, because I'm not interested in watching you guys with any kind of weird voyeuristic thing that you may be thinking. I want to treat you for dinner and thank you. One of your random bobs out there. Well, thanks for the success story, and well, I'm not really excited about the fact that you have my picture in your room when you're banging your girl, but whatever, dude. Whatever floats your boat, whatever helps you get over the humps if you will. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and follow the instructions for booking whichever coaching option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.